Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. I want to give everybody a warm hug and shout out for just rocking with me on our second episode on WPRR 98.4, the Gorilla Station. I appreciate you guys tuning in with me. Yes, I went off. I was like, ah, oh my God, I had to talk about this and the whole hair thing. And it really had gotten me heated. And I, if you listen to it, you know it got me heated. Because people sometimes, they just don't be knowing. So that's why I was heated. But I appreciate you guys for rocking with me. So I appreciate y'all rocking with me. And thank you so, so, so much. And also thank y'all for rocking with us on on Millennials Anonymous Podcast Facebook page for on Friday for brunching. Because y'all was just in there. Y'all was going off. I'm, I will say that that was one of the most fun shows that we've had in a while. Like we, we got a little wild on this show. But it was fun nonetheless. And so if you didn't get a chance to watch it, you can always go back on Millennials Anonymous podcast facebook page so if you're not subscribed and liked i don't know what you're doing so you need to go subscribe and like to millennials anonymous podcast on facebook so you can watch the video don't you want to see us you like you know you ever heard somebody's voice and like i wonder what they look like i don't know what they look like and so you can find out what we look like so you can go tune into that we're on major all major platforms and you can hear us on a couple of different uh, online radio stations we're on mile high radio we are also on 107.3 jams and we are on wpir 98.4 the gorilla station so you can hear us on all of those platforms so let's get it popping today because we got so much to talk about so today we are going to talk i'm going to talk about the oprah winfrey thing so 50 cent has called out oprah winfrey for going after black men unfairly uh we've seen russell simmons kind of like defend himself and go after oprah and oprah's getting a lot of backlash online and so we're going to talk about that and then i might talk a little bit about the sex and drug culture that we got on going on today uh given the fact that the whole thing with Lizzo's ass being out has just gotten people all hot and bothered. And we we need to talk about that. And then also the passing of Juice World. So we're we going to talk about it a little bit. But before I do that, I got to give you the top trends and topics of the week. I know you want it. So let me give it to you. So the GOP actually cancels the 2020 primary for Donald Trump, President Donald Trump in South Carolina. If you don't know what that means, basically it means that no other Republican candidate can challenge him or be on the ballot in 2020. So he would automatically win that state in South Carolina. And I don't know what South Cackalacky is doing, but y'all got a lot going on down there, baby. I don't know. And then YouTube is cracking down on bad YouTubers. They spanking people left and right because they're saying, hey, I don't care how many followers you have and everything and how much money we can make off of you. If you're going to make us be problematic, you got to get out. So they kicking people up out. So go back and look at your videos. If you got too much excessive cursing, if you have too many comments about like sexist comments or racist comments, you might want to get your sexist racist ass off of YouTube. We don't need you on it anyway. But they kicking y'all off. So get that. Rapper Scarface 
this rap you remember rapper Scarface y'all remember Scarface he is actually in a runoff for city council in Houston shout out to him H-Town I hope he wins that New Jersey is the newest state to ban natural hair discrimination I guess they heard my rant uh-huh they heard me I know they did they didn't but I'm gonna pretend like they did and Beyonce's Lemonade is named top album of the decade by the Associated Press so get it baby I, we had talked about this we had just been talking about this on brunching podcast and we were talking about Beyonce being the best damn artist of the decade and then her album goes and is the top album of the decade I will say that Lemonade changed the game Beyonce has changed the game she was one of those people that dropped albums like left and right without anybody knowing no one was doing that until the queen did it so King Bay, this is for you baby I love that album Shout out to her. She is definitely the artist of the decade in my eyes and had the best album. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get my Beehive membership revoked. I might even get back upgraded because right now I got like downgraded to a bronze. Okay. But I'm trying to get back up, trying to get to a silver. So we just going to wait. And if you haven't seen, I'm, I'm, I hope I don't mispronounce her name. Zozibeni? Tunzi wins. Uh, she is Miss South Africa. Actually, won Miss Universe. So now we have Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, Miss Universe, Miss World, and Miss America. All black. We got melanin is popping. Black girl magic all over the place. Now I am going to let you guys know I do not follow pageants because I, I don't see the point of them. But I'm so proud that all of these people are black. I think it will help in mainstream beauty. It will change what mainstream beauty is. Now, it does not end the discrimination that black women face. So don't, I've been hearing that dumb boo. No, that is like saying racism was ended because President Barack Obama got elected. It No, no, no. We still got a long way to go. But y'all are going to have to explain to me what is the difference between Miss Universe and Miss World and Miss USA and Miss America. Somebody somebody send me a letter or something cuz to me that's the same damn thing. But anyway, Antonio Brown is rapping. If you haven't gotten a chance to listen to his new song with Sean Kingston, I guess he's trying to try out a new career since he's not working. He also said that he's no longer going to date white women in 2020 after he had a dispute with his baby mama of 3 because he has three children with her so I don't believe him and it really shows that Antonio Brown he got a lot going on I I, I don't know what's going on with Antonio Brown but I really wish somebody would go over there and give him a hug or something you know get him the fuck off social media whatever something anyway 50 Cent called out Nick Cannon in the beef that he got going on with Eminem saying that he don't know why he would call out Nick Cannon now I hope 50 Cent don't get in this battle either I I don't really see him as a battle rapper so I'm hoping he just stays on social media and we have a man who stole $88,000 oh no $8,800 forgive me $8,800 from his job and he got caught because he was stunting for the gram so I'm gonna need his whole ass to get beat because I don't know why sir First of all, why is you stealing from your job? I'm sure you made more than 8800 working as a bank teller. I'm sure you did. And then two, sir, why would you stunt on the gram? You don't think your job co-workers follow you, sir? And once the place got robbed, you don't think the first people they're going to look at is the people that work? Never mind. Anyway, 
And a teacher is still employed after they decided to assign, listen to this, a name your price slave trade assignment for fifth graders, I believe, in Missouri. Which is crazy because when somebody started talking about the great deity of Santa Claus and they told kids that he was not real, they lost their job right away. But I guess if you do slave trade assignments, you... I don't even know why you would do that. Like they were saying, well, it was tone deaf. It was like, it was more than tone deaf. That was just ridiculous. And with the um, the levels of, of all of the discrimination and hate crimes going up 17% since 2017, I'ma need y'all to fire they, whoever the teacher is, I need y'all to fire their ass. Like they need to be gone, get gone, bye. Cause that's just, it's ridiculous. Shout out, Shout out to Country Wayne, by the way, because that's his stand. Get gone. He's hilarious. If you don't follow him, you need to. He's a Cowboys fan, but that's okay. That's okay. We're just going to glaze over that and just move on. But we got so much to talk about today. But before I do that, I do have to let you guys know that we're going to have a special episode that is going to be dropping. And that is going to be me talking to our newest correspondent, millennial correspondent, Sean, who is the naughtiest of Nuggets. She is a part of the Naughty Nugget crew. And if you don't follow them, they are on YouTube. And she went to the Winterfest concert. So she's going to be dishing all the dirt and all the deets on the concert, what it was, what they was doing what they was wearing and if you didn't get a chance to follow us and i keep saying it because i want you to do it follow like and subscribe on millennials anonymous podcast you can see the videos of the concert maybe you was like i don't know if i want to spend my coins if they coming over here with us i don't know if i want to spend my coins she gonna tell you whether or not you suspend your coin. So that's coming real, real, real soon. So stay tuned for that. But we've got to talk a little bit about let's let's talk about Lizzo just for real quick. So we I saw so many people lose their whole mind because Lizzo's ass was out. We talked about this on brunching, but I will say that here's my. Story. And Terry Little, the guru, and I, we went back and forth about Lizzo's ass. We did. And about, we are on opposing ends of Lizzo's ass gate. We called it booty gate. So we're on opposing ends of booty gate. We're not really sure if we agree on the booty gate. But here's where I'm going to have to stand up for Lizzo. So I know he sent me a video of another comedian kind of saying, well, you can't walk in any place with no shirt and shoes and socks. And they don't want serve you and you know all these other people have gotten backlash and all of that other stuff and I will say that in a lot of ways it is true that uh, some of the other people like little Kim faced some backlash when she had her her titty out on the I don't even remember what award show that was was it the Grammys I think it was the Grammys she faced some backlash Janet Jackson faced a lot of backlash when her titty ripped off in the Super Bowl and I will say that we had a couple of other people that had some some issues that really kind of got people feeling some kind of way but i think that the the difference between it is not necessarily the backlash of people saying oh you're naked and i don't like naked and naked is bad and you shouldn't be naked that's not what this issue was i think the issue was the people were repulsed by it and that is the issue where I come in when I see because I saw a lot of people that had very mean spirited things to say and it was they were saying things that were almost that they were repulsed it was repulsive to see and you shouldn't see all of that and 
when the other people face their backlash, they face their backlash from big corporations. Like, let's take Janet Jackson, who still hasn't, I don't think, fully recovered from the titty man out on the Super Bowl. So, with her titty man out on the Super Bowl, she didn't really recover. Justin Timberlake went on, that's his great white privilege, and he did fine. But she faced a lot of backlash. And I think the backlash that she faced or she got was still a little different because she was facing a big corporation NBC or, or I believe is when the, the the Super Bowl aired on NBC in the NFL so she was basically facing these real big corporations that had like this real big pressure to say oh we're super clean you know we're for the kids all that bullshit even though I'm like y'all got like what a couple hundred players that have punched their wives in the face or hit people with a car whatever but y'all for the kids whatever so they she had that but a lot of the other people she had some of those suburban moms that are like oh my god I don't know what my kids saw that and it's so bad like we, you had a couple of those but most people were defending her like most people were saying or if they were talking about the situation of not wanting to see it it was that it's inappropriate for children children shouldn't see that they shouldn't see that or as chris rock said who's my favorite comedian of all time that's why i quote him all the time is that you know the 45 year old titty on a sunday afternoon you don't want to see that that people may have said that but what they didn't see or didn't say not see but what they didn't say was she is the ugliest titty i've ever seen she's so much she's so ugly why would she ever even wear that and all that you didn't see that like that was different with lizzo it was just backlash on top of backlash on top of backlash people was comparing her to rakishi which shout out to rakishi by the way i ain't seen him in a while so he's still alive somebody let me know if he's still alive shout out to him i used to watch the ww this is just like a sidebar but i used to watch them I think he was a part of the WWF, I think. I don't know. Somebody tell me. Is WWE or WWF? He was something. But Rakishi, shout out to Rakishi, by the way. But I'm just saying, like, people went in on her. They They were making noises and earthquakes and all of that. And it was even before this happened, people were talking about how horribly ugly she was and and all of this other stuff and how bad her body was and even when she was on the breakfast club and she was being interviewed by Charlemagne, he asked her like well why don't you just lose weight like no you don't ask those questions to like so if somebody came in there like little kim who's who's gained some weight since she's gotten older he would never ask her that because little kim is not a plus size woman so he would never ask her why would you why would you you gonna lose some weight and like no like why would you ask her that like that's for her to make that decision not for you and i think that's the issue that really happened with the whole lizzo situation people really got really caught up on her size it was basically about her size i don't care what people say don't everybody get upset when naked like no it was her size come on now we we've seen other celebrities that have come and sit there and sit down in staples center either their titties was basically fully out or some of them came in in a whole leotard i go google it some of them came in in a whole leotard they got a lot of junk in the back so i'm pretty sure their ass was out now she wasn't may have been dancing but the person that came in there had a whole leotard on i'm pretty sure her ass was out so i mean i don't know why it's got so much attention especially since the the dancers there say hey lizzo girl 
hey girl we gonna play your song we want you to know we love you Lizzo say yeah girl okay and so Lizzo was like all right I want them to know that I really am I'm rocking with them so she got up and she started dancing she turned around and she started twerking do I would I do that no no I would not I wouldn't do that and my also my biggest issue was Lizzo is look Lizzo that outfit was hella ugly like it, it has nothing to do with her size because like i said i'm not a small woman and i've been bigger than i am now so i ain't hating on your size i'm just saying could y'all have just not made that a circle like could you have made it slashes or something like I, to me the circle was weird I, I just i couldn't get past the circle like what is the circle why did y'all cut a circle in there and i need to know who gave you that dress shirt because that shirt dress Whoever gave you that shirt dress hates you. And they do. Because that shirt dress was hella ugly. And it was not the cuteness. And I, like I said, don't have nothing with your ass being out. It don't have nothing with you twerking. Because like I said, baby, you do you. I'm just saying that shit was hella ugly. And I don't know why you had that one. You are so, you, so pretty. Hate that shit. Please don't wear that anymore. I, I Just from the standpoint that it was hella ugly. But moving on. Cause like I said, I I agree I agree, Lizzo. Listen, Lizzo. And I'm not saying that she should get a pass on everything. I am not saying that. And here's what I will say. If you're gonna go after Lizzo for her clothing choices, not because you think it was just hella ugly like I did, but because you think it was too sexual or whatever and she shouldn't have been twerking, can we go after everybody then? Because I've seen some people on my timeline that I follow because I like some of their songs that every single picture twerking, 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 twerking. See, that's the song. I got a whole hit song. Just twerking. Every picture on the plane. Twerking on the plane. Twerking on the pilot. Twerking on the on the road. Twerking on the side. Twerking on the woods. Twerking on the... I'm like, can I see something else, please? Can I see you do something else? Can I see you go to the park and not twerk? Can I see you go to the park and walk the dog without twerking? Can I see you sit down and read a book? Not lay down. Sit down and read the book. Can I see you wear sweatpants? Like, I, I just want to see something else. And if we're not going to go after everybody on this, we shouldn't go after anybody. Because, like, uh, even the comedian he sent me, like, the dude likes smaller women. Yeah. Like, let's just be real. Because he didn't complain about anybody else twerking but Lizzo. So, I, I mean, let's just call it what it is. If we're going to go after one person, let's go after everybody. Let's say, hey, baby. Hey, baby over there. I'm gonna need you. You're already, it's confusing anyway because your name is actually named after a male horse, which is still a little strange. So I would have to ask her why she picked that name because I'm pretty sure there's a reason. I guess because she's tall. I think that's what it is. But I would say, hey, baby, um, you know, I know you're young and everything, and I want you to live your life. You should be able to twerk all day like if i had your body i probably would too but maybe maybe not put it on social media every day like can we have every other day with a twerk every other day let's do every other day maybe you can twerk on mondays wednesdays and fridays and you can do the cabbage patch on tuesdays and thursdays you know what i mean like let's just do something else just tired of saying it so we like i said we can go up to lizzo and by damn it i'm gonna need y'all to go after some of the rest of them because she ain't the only one that's hella inappropriate like let's 
who goes camping in booty shorts like i need y'all to be more let's be well-rounded okay so no passes for lizzo but no passes for anyone let's let's start holding some of these people to some higher standards i know our standards have have been lowered since about 2016 2017 so we, we, as a country, our standards have gone down significantly since 2016. But I, I think that we need to raise the standards on people in the public eye, just in the, across the board. Let's just let's just raise the standards on all these moms. Just saying, let's just raise it. Let's raise it. All right. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about Oprah. So if you have not gotten a chance to look on social media, because you know social media is the new news, which is scary to me that people get all of their news from social media. It's a little scary. But if you haven't had a chance, uh, 50 Cent is going after Oprah and so is Russell Simmons. And they're going after Oprah because they're saying that she's intentionally going after black men who have been accused of sexual assault, but she's not going after white men. So she's trying to defame and take down black men. Now, I before I read this statement that Russell Simmons actually confronts Oprah on, on this documentary that she's supposed to be featuring one of his accusers, I will say this. I thought that this documentary was going to be about multiple people, but I think that it's going to be really focused on Russell Simmons um, from what I'm seeing. So I will say, because I know a lot of people are saying, well, she should have did Jeffrey Epstein. She could have did Harvey Weinstein. And I'm not going to call Oprah a racist. Like a lot of people have been calling her a racism and calling her a coon, a sambo and all that other stuff. Or Uncle Tom, they've been white facing her on there. And I'm not going to say that about Oprah just yet. Okay. And the reason why is because a lot of people just been going after Oprah in general. Like, I, people just been going in on Oprah, which is funny because we got some highly problematic people that are in high places in the black community. But for whatever reason, we only pick and choose certain ones. So, like, even back when Robert Smith gave all the money to Morehouse, people even went after Oprah for that and said, hey, Oprah, why you didn't get no money to Morehouse? She was like, wait a minute. I've given millions of dollars to black organizations, black schools, and you should check with Morehouse because I've given them quite a bit of money in quiet. Like, I didn't make a big scene. I didn't do any of that, but I've given them quite a bit of money. So if you want to check that, go on, get gone, go down, go on, check. And they did. And she had given like a million dollars or more to Morehouse and other black colleges across the country. And even, you know, with that, like with Robert Smith, he has some stuff too. Like he's an investor. And I think some of the things he supported and some of the things he's done with investments kind of make you side eye a little bit when you look at, hmm, that's what you supported? Hmm. So you, everybody got a little something. But I think we pick and choose the people that we kind of want to go after. And like I said, she's, she's, Oprah has some problematic things too. That's not, I'm not saying she's the Jesus woman. I, that's not what I'm saying. But I think that we need to really figure out why and why we go after certain people. Because I think that we only kind of pick and choose certain people to go after in the community. Even though other people, highly problematic. But we only go after a few. So if she doesn't make another movie about, because if she's going after one person at a time, because she had the Michael Jackson film she produced or executive produced or something like that. And she also went after uh, Russell Simmons. If she doesn't over time go after 
other people if she doesn't go after other people then we we need to talk so if she's going after the people individually like you know michael jackson russell simmons and then maybe she'll come after um harvey weinstein after because he just settled out with his accuser some of his accusers civilly for 25 million and so i don't know if there's a gag order in place i don't know if they sign some type of non-disclosure maybe that's it i don't know and he also has a criminal case coming up i think in 2020 in the beginning of 2020 so it's not resolved yet so i, I don't know if maybe she's waiting on on a story for him and maybe she's waiting on a story for jeffrey epstein so i can't say like i said if she don't come out with no other stories but black men so if next year she come out with some other story and she start doing a documentary on r kelly or something then i'll be like all right over we, we seeing a trend I'm starting to notice a trend and I can't defend it no more. But because, like I said, Oprah has given so much money and a lot of times she gives money to a lot of organizations, black organizations, that so she doesn't even say that she's giving money. Now, again, with celebrities, a lot of time when they give money is more about the tax write-off than the fucking organization itself. But as long as you get the money for the organization to get the cause going, I guess you really don't care that they're going to get a tax write-off. I, I guess. So I'm not going to say that just yet. I'm not going to close the book on her just yet she is a black woman and like i said usually with black women for some reason black women if you don't do everything by the book like text case textbook case people will start to turn on you black women will start to turn on you uh black men white people everybody will turn on you look what happened to kamala harris so that even is a clear for you know telltale sign that black women cannot be like everybody else we gotta be grade a top-notch perfect just like i said last week we've got to be perfect you can't have anything that anybody can say because if you have anything that anybody can say then black women they start to turn on you period so like i said i'm not gonna close the book on her yet like i said next year she come out with a thing about all kelly say come on oprah look oh come on beloved what is you doing I don't know why this seems to be the trend. I do not know. I don't know because you think black people are going to watch it. I'm, I'm not sure, but no. So I will also say this about Oprah. I think that she, why she chose Russell Simmons of all people to have this documentary about, I don't know. Because I feel like if, if you're going to pick anybody, Russell Simmons is not the documentary people want to goddamn watch. Like, I'm not saying that this stuff has to be entertaining because these are people's real lives. It's their real perspectives of what happened. And there have been women that said that they've been hurt and abused. Of course, Russell Simmons denies it. But there are women that say from their perspective, this is exactly what happened to them. And that's how they feel. And they should be heard. But my thing is, this is not the the documentary people are looking for like people are not like huh i wonder what russell simmons is doing like no one is looking for that no one was talking about russell simmons it kind of like had died down like it, it's of all the series that you could have i don't know if because this one is easy this is an easy gateway for her after the whole debacle of the michael jackson situation so she did the michael jackson documentary then the guys that were in it then some of them started to backtrack and backpedal and said that wasn't true and they lied and then the documentary got pulled from hbo and then so she had a lot of issues so i'm assuming that maybe the reason why she kind of is backpedaling is because she wanted an easy not backpedaling but she wanted an easy documentary because of the debacle that she faced with michael jackson so i, I don't get that i also don't understand why he wasn't a part of it i get it like you want to respect i guess the victims 
but the biggest issue she got about the Michael Jackson documentary was that he wasn't around to defend himself. Russell Simmons is right there and they were like buddy buddy. So I'm like, why can't you go to Russell Simmons and say, hey Russell, I'm making a documentary. I'm talking to some of your accusers. I would love for you to go and so I don't know. Like to me, you would think you would think she would have done that you know at least you know like i said with the michael jackson thing of not of not having him been able to defend himself russell simmons can you know going back to say hey i'm doing this can you come at least tell your side of the story he doesn't have to be with his the his accusers he can be a separate interview altogether but at least to get his take on it now i will say that people already are condemning oprah they don't even know what the documentary they know what it's about but they don't know this all documentaries have a spin all of them all biographies everything has a spin to it it depends on who's writing it or worry everything has a spin so we don't really know if it's gonna kind of like show that he might be telling the truth because it, it could possibly be that we don't know because we've not seen it yet so i think that we've already condemned oprah i guess from the michael jackson thing that it's like okay you know you are pro-white people anti-black which i, I don't know because even in some ways some people even said those same things about michael jackson so i i, I don't know I don't know, but I will say that she should in, at least include him. Include him in this process. I think that they should have a conversation. I'm sure they will. It wouldn't even shock me if she pulled this documentary until after she talks to him. Because he did go on to social media. Russell Simmons did. And this is um, comes from the Los Angeles Times. They actually wrote an article on the the times and it says dears oprah you have been a shining light to my family and my community contributing so much to my life that i couldn't list a fraction of it in this blog and he said this is why it's so troubling that you chose to single out me in your recent documentary i've already admitted to being a playboy more appropriately titled today a womanizer sleeping with and putting myself in more compromising situations than any man i know so many that some could interpret so many talking about women so many women that some could interpret or reimagine a different recollection of the same experiences several women have accused the, the def jam recording artists if you're not aware of this all across many decades and it says that some range from untrue to frivolous and some are hurtful. He goes on to say that please note that your producer said that this upcoming doc was to focus only on three hand chosen women. I have refused to get in the mud with any accusers. But let's acknowledge that I have shared, I've taken and passed nine three-hour lie detector tests for my daughters, that these stories have been passed on by CNN, NBC, BuzzFeed, New York Post, New York Mag, and others. Now that you have reviewed the facts and you should, in caps, have learned what I know, that these stories are unusable and that hurt people hurt people. So that's what he said. And at the end of it, he said he was never violent or forced himself on anyone. So 
so he went out and he defended himself now well i will say in that blog post he didn't necessarily say he was innocent so a lot of people that are coming out and defending him he didn't say that he didn't do bad stuff what he said was i'm not a rapist is what he's saying but again there is a difference between somebody acting inappropriately and somebody being a rapist they are not the same there's a spectrum of bad behavior and on the spectrum it's not up there with a full-blown racist rapist but what i will say is he didn't say that he hadn't been inappropriate and if he's saying that they might not remember these experiences the way he does that could very mel very may mean that you pass a lie detector test because your recollection of what happened and because you slept with so many women you may not have remembered a time when you might have forced yourself on somebody because you've been with so many women so if that was the case you cannot take somebody else's experiences from them and from that blog post to me it didn't exonerate him as much as it raised my eyebrows so i don't know why he said that he should have just called oprah just i know he got a number just call oprah uncle russ like just call her like i know you got the number you got her number i know you do and to me this is probably not his biggest scandal i will say the rush call it probably was the biggest scandal because that was like a debacle but uh, you know he got some scandals and i'm like and this is the one you decide to did them people get their money back for the rush call? Did they? Anybody know? Somebody let me know. If you had a rush call, did you get your money back? Because I know people are still waiting or whatever. So I don't know. But in this post, I personally don't think that this was the... To me, at least this does show why she's doing a documentary. I wouldn't watch it. I don't know anybody else that would watch it. But this would probably show why she's doing the documentary, at least. Now, well, I will say, like I said, they need to have a conversation offline. I'm tired of people having conversations online, especially celebrities. Like, y'all celebrities, y'all, you know her publicist. And if you don't have her direct telephone number, you're zen, she's zen, uh, you know, whatever. So I know y'all didn't exist, yoga together or something. So I know you got her phone number, just call Oprah. You know, don't be on Instagram. Oprah is, what, 50-something? She probably don't even get on Instagram. Call Oprah, okay? Call her on the telephone, and you have this conversation with her. Or call her publicist, or call the producers, or whatever. And if you said the producers said that this is focused on three women, you talk to somebody. Like, call, like have this conversation offline. And then come back. So if she's a butthole after you have this conversation, and she doesn't come back with to you in an appropriate manner and she is kind of like whatever russ i don't even be messing with you or whatever if that's the case then go online but i need for you to at least try to both of them to at least try to resolve this because I like I said if he's included in the documentary what can what can anyone say at least you'll get the women's side you'll get his side and then you can make your own decision as a public opinion even though if this is playing out in the public eye I guess the public is the jury but at the end of the day if this is a sexual assault case then this might be I think he might have potentially a criminal case I, I don't know it's just so many people that now and we live in a culture that does not protect women at all and it's a lot of victim shaming that goes on where women is like if you twerk or you wear this or you wear that or you do this then it's somehow your fault no 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 no. you should be able to twerk you should be able to wear what you want to wear 
it's just that we are in a culture that doesn't allow women to speak up because i'm pretty sure if he was doing this inappropriate behavior that he was saying i'm pretty sure there was other people around that saw him doing this inappropriate behavior and nobody said you know what listen uncle russ that's not cool buddy why are you doing that like nobody said anything nobody said maybe you shouldn't do that like that's not okay um maybe this is not the way like no one not no one so i mean <laughs> this is the issue because if we had a society that kind of that didn't accept that behavior because like i said i know a lot of women and all the women i know have been either called something inappropriate or had somebody inappropriately touched them or worse from someone and a lot of them didn't some of them did say stuff but a lot of them didn't and i think people and women sometimes they keep it to themselves because they don't want to the backlash of it especially if you in a public eye like we've seen what happens when you're in a public eye and then they start blaming you look at the whole r kelly situation they blamed the, the girl was 10 and people was blaming the girl like oh she's so fast and she this and she did she seduced him like he is a who was a grown ass man there ain't no little girl fast enough and seducing enough a grown-ass man if you a grown-ass man you should be able to say i'm a grown-ass man this is inappropriate you need counseling where your mama at like that's what real men do real men hold people accountable and real men you know make sure that they're not sleeping with children that's all i'm saying so if you a grown man and you're saying a grown man do something that's highly inappropriate i need you to stand up and say hey man that's highly inappropriate like it's not cool it's not cool at all so that we can change the culture so that women feel comfortable with coming forward and saying something when stuff goes wrong because we do live in a shitty culture and yes we like i said the bar has been lowered the bar has been lowered on public figures since 2016. Like since 2016, I feel like the bar has been lowered and we kind of let people get away with stuff that we shouldn't be letting people get away with stuff. So just saying, we need to really start to hold people accountable. Not even just celebrities, but in real life. Like if you see something that's not cool, you need to say something. It, or if you don't want to say something to the person, at least, you know, if you at work, call HR. If you at home, I need you to do something. Call the neighborhood, watch something. Like, if you see something. Like, I'm just saying. I, I don't know who you call when you're at home, but just something. Somebody. To call somebody. But anyway, uh, let's talk about Juice World. We talked about him last week. He did pass away. He was on the age of 21. He was an upcoming rapper. And originally, they were saying that the issues or the reason why he passed away was because of a seizure. He had a seizure in an airport, and that's all we knew. Come to find out, allegedly, I don't know if this is confirmed, allegedly, he had taken quite a bit of Percocet in order to hide them. And he had a significant amount of drugs, marijuana, on a plane that he rented. So he was taking marijuana across state lines okay he was not the only person on this plane and we know that because his friend had gone on to social media instagram and said that the um, police had racially profiled them in the airport now 
a sidebar to a sidebar if you get caught with as much drugs as they got caught with that's not racial profiling that's them doing a good job that's them doing their job i'm just saying if you got that much drugs it's not racial profiling so they you actually did have something for them to be stopping you so yeah but anyway um so with that i think that it brings the question of drugs and drug culture and the reason why is because i I mean even though in his particular situation he wasn't trying to just get high i think he was trying to allegedly hide them from the police even though i don't know why he took them all himself and not kind of like distributed it um since you already had the drugs on the plane to other people uh so that when y'all get arrested all of y'all are high and all of y'all are gonna get locked up together um yeah i don't know but he took them and he did not survive it because i think that's i don't know anything about dosing but i would say that that's probably way too much for any one human being to take and he wasn't a big huge guy either so i'm pretty sure that went through his system pretty quickly and it would explain probably i don't know if they stopped the plane before they got where they were going or if they actually did so we don't even know if he was having these reactions before the plane actually landed so it's possible that the people on the plane kind of watched him go through this you know episode and were so worried about trying to protect themselves that they allowed this young man to pass away before their eyes i'm not saying that's what happened but it's possible so i think it brings just a it, it brings into question about stunting for the ground we saw the guy who stole the eight hundred dollars and he got caught on social media because he was trying to stunt for the gram i think we live in a time where people want to be so hype like their instagram like oh my ig gotta be it's gotta be right i gotta be partying all the time which for me as a young woman yeah i went through some stuff like i'm not gonna tell you what you can and cannot do because i already lived my my young years so i can't tell you to not live your young years but i will say that i tried alcohol in in excess one time and I got so sick that I was sick for four days after that I never did it again. And I think that now we don't see that side. You don't see people posting that. You never see people, unless it's a meme, but you never see people actually posting in real life of what the impact is. Like for me, it was like, okay, so we never see people getting sick so if you you're gonna take the you hear the raps on molly percocet and all of that stuff you know let's show the people that didn't the effects of the molly percocet let's show them that and not the the oh this is so much fun side no i want you to show me the you got a headache you nauseated you sick you got arrested you throwing up i want to see that like show that because i think that will stop some of these young kids from doing what they're doing because we're so focused on impressing some people that we don't even know who they are you ain't seen this person since kindergarten but you so focused on making sure that they think you're living the best life that you just doing whatever 
And I don't know if it's because we are so focused on social media, so we're so numb to actual feelings because we live everything through the computer that we rather feel something with these drugs than feel nothing at all. But it's got to stop. We see this so much. Like now, I think some of the songs they even mimic what it was what it's like when you high because like we we losing words like we we get into a point where like i think in the next couple years we gonna just be getting sound effects like it just that's all we gonna get um we're gonna be speaking in morse code and that's gonna be the album and i think that hearing that and you know kind of seeing people look all high out of their mind because it's some of them the new people that i don't even know their names but it's just you look at him like he look like he's real high like i think that is part of the problem like we gotta stop glorifying that and like i said he was doing something totally different but i think he wouldn't have had this stuff if he wasn't trying to live up to this life of oh i gotta be so grand and whatever and party hearty and because he was only 21 so he's been seeing this stuff for a while and we are the generation millennials we grew up our whole adulthood is recorded and generation z their whole life is recorded which he's generation z so they've been looking at this stuff for a long time watching people just go through it and i had this conversation with somebody else and they was like well you know back in the 70s they was hippies and they was smoking weed and they was doing all of this and in the 80s you know them your parents your i don't know if your parents were but somebody's parent was out there in a jerry curl smoking that cocaina they was out there sniffing that booger sugar they would but the thing is is that it wasn't recorded so we didn't see any of that it's just it's all speculation unless you google your parents in court search so i I would highly recommend you not because y'all might find something about y'all parents y'all didn't know no no like you got found with paraphernalia like you you might not want to do that but besides court documents you didn't see any of that so we we didn't see that lifestyle and it wasn't glamorized like even when the crack epidemic hit hard in places like dc and baltimore it wasn't glamorized it was looked it was frowned upon it wasn't a good thing people got hooked on it because people thought it was something that it wasn't but once it really like took off it was not glamorized especially the the crack rock epidemic that was not glamorized at all and i think it was mostly because it hit poor and black communities because you know white people were doing different type of little higher type of drugs because you know that was seen as a little better but at the end of the day it's it's all drugs but it wasn't i don't think it was glamorized like it is today because today we see all these people kind of like glamorizing opioids in their songs like you hear it and like kids are more likely to go try to figure out well what is a percocet 
what is Molly? How do I get Molly? What, you know, when you go to a party, you're more likely to take it and you don't know the impacts of it. And that's the part that scares me is that young, us young people and us millennials, we are so self-absorbed and watching and on social media that we don't know what is going on around us. Like we're so hot and twerked out of our mind that we don't know what's going on. Like we are facing uh, things that we're going to have to deal with when we get older. You know, we're, we're facing climate change and you seen the weather like sometimes you go outside it be like it's Siberia and then the next day you feel like you in the Sahara like it's one of them things like oh my god like did I move like that's climate change you know you you can't go barely breathe when you go outside it's just terrible we have that to deal with no we're not paying attention to anything that's going on in foreign policy we're not paying any attention to anything that's going on in domestic policy like you know people things are changing like they change the the definition of what domestic violence is like they change gun control or gun laws about you know people who are mentally ill can now get get guns and all of these types of things i think he actually did go back and change that one back he signed an executive order to get rid of it and then he went back and re-signed it but regardless these things are happening now we saw in in south carolina they're canceling the republican primary like these are things that are going on and because us as young people we are so doped up that we ain't paying attention to nothing and it's just things are just happening and we're not paying attention and this is the the issue that i have we glamorize drugs and sex culture but we do not glamorize doing positive things like i'm not even just talking about going to college i'm gonna get off my soapbox in a minute i'm not even just talking about going to college because college ain't for everybody listen to me it's so many people with student loan debt you don't need to go to college if it is not the right decision don't just go to college you think that's where the money is because it's not where the money is it's what they told us is where the money is it really depends on what you want to do like like i've been saying on millennials and honest for a while if you want to do something very broad like you want to go into business the best way to learn about business is actually to start a business that is the best way uh getting a four-year degree i'm not saying that you can't do it but getting a four-year degree is not always the i don't believe is always the best route to me the best way to become the best business person you can become is to start a business of course do your research you can do your research on starting a business without having to take two Englishes, two maths, foreign language. You, you can find that information out. Trust me. I believe that's the biggest issue with college is that it doesn't focus on the actual career at hand. It actually is so broad because college is business. So you, you know how that is. Wink, wink. Hint, hint. Wink, wink. But we're so focused on other things that we don't vote. We, we, we don't vote we the ages of 18 to 24 are the the biggest age groups that don't vote and i'm like i know some people say well my my vote don't count and i'm like baby listen what is the i mean what is the harm even if you believe that what is the harm in you voting even if you say it doesn't count what at, at the most what did you lose what 10 15 minutes that you was gonna spend on social media anyway looking at some posts with somebody you don't even like hmm Hmm. How about that one? Like, what if the worst case scenario would it hurt? Nothing. So we we need to really start to focus on things that are going on around us. I would love to see more young people focus less on 
the sex and the drugs and more on embittering young people. It, it's refreshing to see a young person that's different. It's refreshing to see people that are different, people that think different, people that act different, people that, you know, kind of have a difference of opinion. Like to me, that's, I like them people, even if they don't agree with me. It is just refreshing to see people that's going to speak their mind. It's, it's refreshing to see people that are at least aware. Now, some of them people that do have a difference of opinion, they don't do, they don't get the best information. So if you're going to go out and do something, please go make sure you got some reputable sources, okay? But once you get your reputable sources, use your your mind for good. Do something to, to make some something better. Just saying, because we got to get away from this this drug and gang culture we got too many little like young rappers in jail or like just glamorizing it what do we got takashi lord takashi six nine in there in jail and in that whole gang culture we got the other one i forget his name um kodak black he's all locked up and you got the juice world just passed away i think we had another one pass away if they haven't they're not or they're getting shot like it's just too much and so we gotta do better as young people and i know you're probably like listen i came here for the comedy and the commentary i did not come here for you to tell me uh, the preach to me pastor winnie i know you didn't but I'm here to tell you that the 2020 is around the corner. And so I need if for everybody, I think it's too late to actually register still or register to to vote. I think the the deadline in a lot of states has since passed. But I need if you are registered, if you are a registered voter, I'm going to need you to get up and vote. And not even just on the national level, but the local level. A lot of the issues that we have on the local level, like people talking about the criminal justice reform needs to change. Um, people got upset with the judge in the Boltzmann Gene case. People got upset with a lot of the things that were happening there in Texas. Now, one of the things that you need to know is that she was voted in. So she was she's in her she was in her first term. So a lot of these judges get voted in. And if you go and vote, you know, I outside of just the general election there are off years where you are voting for people like judges circuit judges so if you vote you can help change stuff so it's bigger than just the president right it's bigger than just things on the national level because sometimes stuff on the national level ain't gonna lie to you it ain't gonna impact you directly but that local stuff definitely will so you need to make sure you go out make sure you check and see what's going on and make sure that you go out and vote how i got from drug culture to voting i don't know but i made the connection just know that i did so this has been another episode of millennials anonymous so if you have not had a chance i'm gonna say it again go like and subscribe to us on millennials anonymous podcast on facebook youtube and instagram so that you can get all of the top-notch information when it comes available to you and you will know when we are coming on the air and we are airing and you can also check out brunching which also is on millennials anonymous podcast facebook page so i need for you to go and like and subscribe i want to give a shout out to sean like i said she's going to be on the show she's going to do the review for us so check out for that keep that up 
and check out brunching live Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time so that you can be a part of the conversation and you can have a mimosa with us if you ain't at work. Don't get fired. And you can have a mimosa with us. And I want you guys to know that we got some new stuff coming for Millennials Anonymous podcast, the visual version this upcoming year. So we got some amazing things coming. Just keep your ear to the streets. And we are on WPIR 98.4 for Millennials Anonymous. So if you are like, where can I listen to you besides just on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, uh, Overcast, iTunes, Google, we everywhere. Melissa, Millennials is everywhere. So if you are like, how, how, sway, how, you can also listen to us on 98.4 WPIR. Just download the WPIR app and you can hear us on the Gorilla Station and hear all of the greatness that is Millennials and brunching that comes on at 9 a.m. on WPIR. So this has been another episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will be back again with another episode and new topics. And if you have something that you think I should be talking about and I'm not, I need you to send me an email at lisa at leaswinnie.com or you can go directly to our website and you can fill out the form and that will also get to me. So whatever you choose and the website is just www.millennials with a Z at the end. Dot us so that's www.millennials with a z dot us thanks so much bye